It's a podcast. That that's right. It it's one. You're listening to it now. You or unless you're watching this on YouTube.com/backslash hack the dino, in which case you're using both your eyes or maybe one of them. Watch out for depth perception. Um, or and and your ears, but maybe not taste because licking's bad, especially if you are um, lactose intolerant. I'm Ben Rosenthal, a man of too many words, and I'm not joined by Anto or Floppy again this week in case we have invited back um, uh, after their week away Trent from the Toy Power podcast and the former co-founder of Hack the Dino Gaming Cast, Dan McGuinness, is back on the saddle. Former? Former as if I was dead. (laughs) No, you're the... Informer. I'm a licky boom boom down. The late Dan McGuinness. Ah, Snow. That was a great album. Yeah. I mean, great artist. Speaking of snow, Brayden's here. Yep. Brayden, tell us about your snow habit. Uh, oh, I was wondering what that connection was. Um, <laughs> All that so, cocaine you sniff. So No, I was going to talk about Sean White snowboarding for the Nintendo Wii on, oh. the, uh, on the Wii Fit board. You're going to be very disappointed in the gift I got you. Oh, no. Or very excited. If you like to be extremely disappointed, then uh, we've got a live show coming (laughs) (laughs) on November 17 at the Flipside Bar where it'll be the Hack the Dino gaming cast crew of Floppy, Anto and Brayden taking on their uh, lifelong adversaries, I'd say. Nemesis. Yes, uh, nemeses, more than one. Uh, Of the Toy Power podcast consisting of our co-host for this evening, Trent... Ben and Frank, as we battle it out in the Battle of the Pods to decide once and for all which is better, toys or games. Dan, what do you think is better? Is a game and watch both? No, it's just, that's, that's a game. Are you sure? Because you're, you're buying from toy shops. No, that's 100% a game. Okay. Um, what's better, toys mm. or games? Games. Toys, where games, where yeah. do board games fit in that? That wasn't even me being biased. No, like, they're games. To- they're, sure. ga- they're games. Toys. As if they're to- Why are they toys? <laughs> they're not. They're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, wait. That's why we're going to win because I'm a master debater. <laughs> I just picked a really poor argument. <laughs> was, I know, which is why we're no going to win. <laughs> um, I, I've never done debate. Thankfully, though, we do have an unbiased uh, party controlling proceedings on November 17th. I will be hosting, so you can expect it to be right down the middle. As in, you're judging. No, I'm 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 the game host. I'm the MC. I'm the compare. I'm the be all and end all. I am thought. I am perception. I am reality, and reality rejects you. Mm, that's why I'm not gonna go. Oh, oh well. But if you'd like to go, head on over to hackthedino.com. Be sure to reserve your seat because we only have about sixty seats because the venue isn't quite big, but it is an awesome barcade. You can get burgers and chips and drinks. There's going to be alcohol there that you can purchase. Pinball and pinball. Pit balls. Pit and pitbulls. Pitbulls. It's dog fighting. It's great. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know how good this sport was until... You don't know how good it is until dog blood splats up into your face. You, you haven't lived until you get that. And if you're lucky, it's pregnant. Wow. Dan's still the king of cancel. It, wow. I'm only on for one episode. I have to get them all in. Two episodes, sorry. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what are you, what are you looking forward to on the live show, Trent? What do you, what do you, what are you want, hoping to see there? Oh, just a, a good fair fight. I know. Just not we, Dan. A <laughs> couple of the last, uh, toy power quiz, toy power versus geek dudes have ended in, um, I guess. A dog fight. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, there's accusations being thrown about cheating from one Davy Damage from Dave's Video Graveyard. Right. So right. we're looking to just have a nice, clean. You know what you need? You need an impartial um, person. Well, to I think even just yeah, having you side with the uh, Hack the Dino crew. I would never. No. I would never. But if you if you were to, you, should, you don't even need to. You guys should dress up as your wrestling personas. My wrestling person. Well, there's only really? one of us wrestle. No, no. As in, like, as if you're all wrestlers, like. Come in, in in as characters. Why? I don't know. It just sounds fun. <laughs> just, I do so that you can all, that's anyway. The bit I'm not so we can just so I can just say the name Orange Cassidy again. <laughs> just dress up like him. You can talk like Orange Cass about Orange Cassidy. Or Orange no, we just Cassidy can't show Drake. pictures of him. That's right. Otherwise, we get flagged by AEW. Um, He'll come in with his hands in his pockets and do a backflip onto us. That's right. And if you like backflips. Head to the flip side barcade on Brayden November 17th. Yeah, thank you, Braden. On uh, November 17th, where you can see the Toy Power podcast take on the Hack the Dining crew. Hack the Dining <laughs> that crew? That was so good. That reminds <laughs> me of the crew. game I'm working on. Yeah, Hack the Dungeons Dining crew. I think tables. you need a, uh, a Hack the Dining table in hack your game. Hack the Dining room. Yes. Uh, anyway, here's the show. But do you know who likes games? The fine people who support this show, like Michael Towns and Game Boy Games. Um, it, it, Dan, you might get along with Michael Towns and Game Boy Games. Do you remember when you were in one of Michael Towns' Game Boy Games? Yes. <laughs> Tell us about that. I was in it. <laughs> I, he did like a game that was on the Avcom, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a walking sim. Walk, a, a, a walk em up. Walk them up, walk them on, walk them all. Well, well you could walk around the Adelaide Avcon and I think, yeah, I was, I was at a stall, like me. Yep. In the little game. In the and Brayden was there as well. Brayden, weren't you? Yeah, I, I think I was. You were there. Yep, yeah. I was there as well. I'm the bald one, in case you can't find in me. The in the retrospect of the game. Yeah. Avcon, 2019. Do you know what I've realised? Oh, again, retrospect. Yeah. Brayden? What? Whenever we have people sitting at the desk, like whether it's the normal hosts or whether it's guests just coming in, you've all got really good hair. Well, like, Dan, Dan just got a hair. I, 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 I got a haircut. I got a haircut. Like, look at this hair. I don't know how good it is. Like Trent's, Trent's got hair down to halfway down his back. And Trent, you never used to have that. Like you've, no, just, you've chosen to become a woolly man. I have. Yes. Like, I like it. Dan's hair's just like I used to have hair down to here just recently. I remember. I saw photos. Uh, like, look at it. Like Dan's hair's like precision yeah, pixel that... perfect. Look at it. And then Brayden's hair I've is Mr. just. I've got a Mister Sheffield streak. You do. That looks great. Um, out here looking like riffraff, like Did yeah, but scruffle. It, it, it looks full and voluptuous and healthy, and then you I'll got old that. bald condom head sitting in the middle with with. But you got a you got a red beard. I, well, I for now, look at this. Yeah, well, I've got whitey whites coming this. through. Uh, anyway, Game Boy Games. He's a real good dude. <laughs> Game Boy Games. Also with a great no. It's, it's boy. It's boy like a buoy. A as well, if a you're looking game. for it. Game yeah, yeah. Boys. But you, if you are looking for it, you can head on over to hackthedino.com where you can find a link and you can play some of Michael Town's Game Boy games for free. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, for, the, <laughs> for those who were listening to the podcast, Braden just flushed up the cover of Coneheads, the VHS. Wait, oh my God, that was good, Braden. That uh, may be the best thing you've done. Lots Ever. of very uh, other fantastic games like the Scary Maze game uh, and also Game of the Sexy Year. Remember when you named our awards, Dan? The Game of the Sexy Year or as we like to abbreviate it, the Goatsy. The Floppy Game. The Floppy Game was last year's Game of the Sexy Year in which Floppy, I don't know, I, like we played it, but I can't remember if um, Floppy was the good guy or the bad guy. Probably both. All I know that uh, Antu was in it and I was in it as Spider-Ben. 
Ben, it was a game developed after the year 2015, so clearly Floppy was a a morally grey anti-hero that made a judgment call that you would have to, you know, think about yourself as a parent. Thanks, Phil Spencer. What? I, anyway. I, was, I, I tuned out. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. That's commentary on modern video games. Oh. Uh, I'm making jokes for the gamers. Is jokes. it like is it like how they commentate on wine, where they make up just crap? Yeah. Because it's, it, it's so, you know... It doesn't make any sense. It's like, mm, tastes like a, a Halloween forest. <laughs> and they're like, my God, it's a Barolo. You're right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Have you had the opportunity to play any of Game Boy games, uh, games Trent? No, I haven't. But, oh, uh, well, check it out now. You should. It, they're free. Or if you want a physical copy, yes, Michael Towns burns his games onto Game Boy cartridges and you can actually purchase them and they play on your Game Boy. Right. Or your Game Boy Advance or your epilogue if you have an epilogue. Has he tested it in like the Game Boy Converter for the Super Nintendo? Yes. He can play it on the television? Yep. Correct. Works. All good. I should stream it on that. Well, I can stream it on my epilogue. There's no need to do it like that. But anyway. All right. Let's, 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 let's twist again like we did last summer. Um, come on, Dan, twist. Dun, dun. Good for, twisting. For the people listening, I'm twisting. You're twisting. <laughs> um, Trent, now, we know you from, obviously, the Toy Power podcast. But also from another show. I just can't quite put my finger on it. Help me out here. What's it? Oh, yeah, Lego Masters. Now, you're on season eight? Was that the season uh, you were on? I was on season two, followed by Grand Masters. Which was season right. five. They're currently in development for season six. So not. Wow, you are eight, so r- <laughs> you are so wrong. They haven't done season eight yet. Yeah, <laughs> Ben, the world's best interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I get season eight from? Anyway, uh, what's going on there? How how do you keep getting back on Lego Masters? Because he's a master at Lego. Well, I don't know. I I think as season five showed, there are a lot more talented builders than me out there. But no. Um, I think it's just my... It's the hair. It's the hair. <laughs> it's the hair. They keep... Do you rock up in the bits of Lego? Oh, there you are. Back yeah, in, the, back in the, the old trend days. No that's beard, it. no hair. Yeah. Looking very young. I think I've think i aged. Right? It's just the beard. The beard ages everyone. <laughs> yeah, beard and long hair will age you. What is that? Oh, we had to build a tower to withstand a shake plate. So Josh and mine was made out of Technic. So it was you know, wobble resistant. We put some uh, some little nods to past builds on the top there. There was a shark tank. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like uh, that's the type of beer that Dan drinks nowadays is wobble resistant beer. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's what we is all that, want. Actually, is, is is was your partner? Do you know that person? I know like, him very or, well now. Oh, but no, you didn't get just like partnered up randomly. We did get partnered up randomly. Yes, yeah. yeah. You know, he he lives ten minutes away. So I could have been paired up with anyone from Australia and I got I got a guy a down, dude the down the road. So, yeah, no, we're good friends. Yeah, were you we good friends before it? No, I didn't know him. Does your I, building fall down? Uh, we have to wait and see. Yeah, Look, spoiler let's see, alert. let's see what happens with... I know it's not great for the audio, but here's Hamish. He's turning up the wobble oh, factor. Shit. Were now, you worried or you just didn't give a shit? Oh, I didn't give a shit, really. <laughs> to be uh, yeah, you didn't get like... We just... Actually, what, what happened here, none of them were falling over and... Actually, there was a guy that was in charge of the shake mechanism that was in a lot of trouble from the production because they weren't falling over. So we were hoping ours would actually fall over. Did it? So they, oh, yeah, we have a look shit. here. So the, the side shears off 
here. So it's it's standing up pretty well. It's got the wobble. And then they crank it up to seven, and there it goes. I think it's about to wobble apart. Side goes off. It's not real. I mean, like, there it is. Yeah, it's, and it's gone. Oh, it's like someone flew a plane into it. Yeah. So Oof. did you lose? You kicked uh, there, out? No, no, no. That, we didn't get eliminated from that. This was a challenge for advantage. So oh, right. What was the advantage? Like, you, you didn't have to step on the Legos to the Pretty next? much, yeah. yeah. You got to wear so shoes. So there, there was a conspiracy that it, the shake wasn't good enough? Yeah, what what I think happened was once it got into a rhythm, the shake increase didn't really have any impact. Did they just expect it to get to a certain heat and the Lego girders would melt? No. Well, yeah, uh, jet fuel can't melt Technic beams. It's true. Jesus Christ. Very true. (laughs) I miss Bobby Nanto. In like like two years, they'll say that never happened. (laughs) So, like, you won't be able to find any footage of that on yeah. the thing, and they'll be like, there'll be people going, like, never happened. The, wow. the, four, the Lego building never crashed. Do you know what they're doing in wrestling now? So, one of the um, old wrestling um, tricks, well, not tricks, because they actually do it, is they get thumbtacks out and slam people on thumbtacks, and the thumbtacks stick in their back. And, ah, but the thing is, like, it, it, yes, it hurts. Does it hurt? Yeah. No, not really. Well, you just got a lot of pinpricks in your back. Like acupuncture, really. Yeah. Yeah. Anti puncture. What they've done to up the ante oh, no. is they get bags of Lego bricks out now and slam people onto Lego. That would kill. But, but I think I think though, like a distribution over a wider th- like thing probably wouldn't hurt that much. It's the, the, the hurtness is like the small amount on a small point in your foot. So we could lay out Lego now. There's plenty there. Let's smash that. No, let's not. My lovely thing. Let's do the shake test on your daily bugle. Don't, uh, Braden, oh, just, yeah, oh. WWE will flag us like I that. I, I just showed it to a second. <laughs> that um, does not look like fun. Those wrestlers are a different breed, aren't they? Oh, they really when, are. When um, I had a, uh, a COVID scare, mm. as in, you know, I had to isolate from my family in my shed. And for that week, I got into wrestling. Do you remember that, Braden? <laughs> I do. That like, was Like, I had nothing to do with wrestling. And I just, what, I, down, I, I downloaded, like, Seven hours of it, and I watched it, and I got into like um, Orange Cassidy. Yes, because <laughs> I was just obsessed with that guy. He comes out, we, you know, he was the only one who didn't look like a wrestler, and he looked like Gosling. Yep, and he, um, yeah, and I just went through this weird like fever dream, <laughs> like week of being into wrestling, and that's all I know about wrestling. But I thought. I'd like, and then I was like showing it to my wife the next week. Like, it's right. Look at this. And I obviously come down from this thing, and I was watching, like, oh, maybe this isn't my What's thing. What's wrong with me? <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I can get you guys into a uh, into a wrestling show. I think seeing a, a local show. Oh, there's Orange Cassidy. We'll get flagged for that as well. It's get a rid picture. of him. Yeah, they'll, they'll do it. AEW are ruthless. That's what really? They are too. Part. Sorry. They are too. Yeah, absolutely. More my so. God. Um, yeah, so uh, wrestling, good good times. I think Michael Towns in the chat says my hair's made of Lego. <laughs> no, it's it, it, a question, I think. Yeah, oh. is his hair? My, no, mine is not. Mine's actual hair. Mm. My but hair's made of Lego. A, yeah, it's not a bad idea. You could have had bits of Lego in it on the if you had it long on the show. Like, just be like, I went to the Bricks exhibition. That was actually quite good. How they uh, incorporated Lego cities into uh, modern day. Uh, Trash and discards. I remember the, the um, relics. Relics. That's yes. one. Not bricks. Relics. I used to like the um, when I was a kid, like the John Martin's Lego exhibition things. That yeah, that pirate is in Toy World in the My Center now. Yeah, to me, like the big Lego stuff was such a you know a magical thing. Like oh. to me, it was like it's a toy, but it's large. It's art. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, Dan, very, very quickly. Let's talk about your game before we move on with the rest of the show. Okay, so my game. Your game. So this is a game I've just been making independently. I started it in probably January. Um, and I got into it because uh, I'd done some concept art for my mate's game, which is called um, The Ever After. You can play it over on, uh, what's that thing? Uh, dot .io. What is it called? Itch.io. Itch.io. So if you want to check out a bit of my art in a game, uh, go over to itch.io and look up The Ever After. Um, and so I did this concept art for this game and, uh, what got me obsessed with making a game is I'd drawn this picture, I gave it to this animator and like, then an hour later he sends me back this idle animation of my character and I was like, <gasps> my character's moving and I just got obsessed with it from then. So I just downloaded like, uh, Unity and just went from there. So kind of thing. And I wanted to make a game. That was, uh, you know, I didn't do it how you're supposed to do it. As you know, you make a whole bunch of little games first and learn how to do it. <laughs> deep end. Yeah, so I just what, deep ended myself. Does he walk at different paces? That... It's, a, it's a sheep. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to make a game because I really like Doom. I really like Smash TV. I re- and then I really like Binding of Isaac. So I was going to all that together. And so here we have some earlier uh, stuff. I've only got some early stuff. So this is stuff that hasn't been... Um, uh, very early kind of stuff. Uh, the story is uh, Ember. She accidentally gets killed, and um, she <laughs> is that gets George Costanza's head. Yes, so yeah, that's shrinkage. You go smaller, and it's got a little caption. I was in the pool. If you know, sign <laughs> <up>. yeah, <laughs> great. Um, and so you accidentally get you get killed accidentally, and you accidentally get sent to hell. And um, it's about like her. At first, you feel like you know you're trying to escape hell, but she actually just goes deeper into hell on purpose. And um, there's a reason for that, which we'll find out later on. So what I wanted to make was a 2D game with as much violence as I could. And violence that I love, like fun, stupid violence. Not gore, ooh, not gore porn stuff like, you know, hostile or anything like that. So with also like weapon synergy, so weapons that build on top of each other, a la Binding of Isaac. So what I set out first to do was to learn it, how to make games by cloning Binding of Isaac myself. And I have no programming knowledge or anything. So I, I just winged it. Wung it? Winged it. Wung it. You wung it. I wunged. And um, so here we've got like a, this is a pretty early prototype of my game. It's a lot more structured now and I have shops in it and I have like a reason and bag People up. getting dismembered on tables. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People get, show some, yeah, some Ooh, more. Yeah, let me find uh, some that. Some more recent footage, Brian. It doesn't look like that. That doesn't even have like, they're my test enemies that are in that one there. So this is my like, it's just a head that floats around. It doesn't do anything. But now I have like, babies and <laughs> all sorts of stuff so straight away my game is like an r rating um i've had some like programmer friends that have like checked it out and uh this is a more recent version no oh, this is still an older one bit of mood lighting yeah yeah this is Very quite nice. old um basically there's a whole new gun system in it and everything now but this is one where i've actually got like a fog of war you can't see it but there's like a mini map in the corner but we're covering it <laughs> but it's also another one um and there's a whole bunch of pickups, so you can get... And all of it's, like, horror movie-based. So I love horror films. I have my own horror movie podcast, by the way, Terrorvision Horror Podcast. Look it up if you like this. Look at this guy. Jesus. So this is my... I had wanted to make a wall that was an X shape, and I thought, instead of a wall, I'll just make it, like, some dude. So my first level is, like, the damned, as in, like, the hell sends the damned to take you out. So they're just the residents of hell. So <laughs> they're... Can we talk about Dan... How many 
different layers you had to make to create this? Yeah, so I created this. I wanted to make a gore system in 2D, so, and I wanted to create real-time directed damage. So what I've done is I, I downloaded a tool which was meant for, like, chipping away at sprites. So what I did is I draw everything three times. So I draw the... The character, then I draw the the mashed up version, and then the gore, the the um, kind of the, the the skeleton under that, and then I uh, set it up so when seventy percent of a layer gets revealed, it'll um it'll start chipping away at the next layer. So you get this real like layered gore to it, and then it means later on when you get weapons that can knock off stuff more, you have different damage so you'll have weapons that will knock all their skin off and they'll be skeleton based and stuff like that and um yeah it's the thing i wanted to do and it is i i've really made it hard for myself (laughs) it's a hell of a lot of fun you let me play it at the shop uh the other week and it was a lot of fun i showed it at like one of the adelaide game uh developer things the other day to like there was like 100 people there and um i from real game developers, these days were like, this is fun. Yeah. like, And it is you, just fun. You've made something that's fun. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. Like, um, It doesn't look very fun in what you're seeing here. These are very early parts parts of this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, and I'm going to go on from there. And I've, got, I've pulled in now a programmer. Uh, so I've got my own programmer now. So I can finally do a lot of the stuff I couldn't do. As in, I, you know, I, 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 I had to get help with like the shop. And I had to, I can't. There's some things I can't do. I just simply just don't have the the programming knowledge kind of thing. And there's only so far I can go. By my, that's my John Woo DVD. My game is a copyright nightmare. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> They're like, you can get like the Hellraiser cube in it. You kill, You can go into the Exorcist room. So the, the, the first level is like you've got the damn scent on you, but you've also gone into people's personal hells. So every room is someone's personal hell. So this is the back rooms. This this room here. See there? You can get the skeletons yep. now. Yeah, it's going a bit deeper. So you know, you know the back rooms yep, that yep, that yep. meme. So the, yeah, there's like there's rooms from like Videodrome. There's rooms from like, but even movies like you know like, what's that latest one? Um, Barbarian, that new horror film. There's like the Exorcist rooms. There's this room in Saw that they get trapped in. You can get to that and stuff like that. And yeah, basically, I really like it because you can just keep adding rooms. It's one of those kind of things. That, you know, they don't all come up. It's ran. It's also procedurally generated every level. Yep. Which I had. Uh, to like, you know, botch my way in that, doing that. I haven't had any Super up. impressive. Uh, you, you got any idea when you're going to release oh, it? It's also called The End of Ember. End of Ember. End of Ember. Because that's her name, Ember. I know an Ember. Yeah. Well, weirdly enough, like the, another video game came out recently with Ember and then like a book got released recently with Ember as a name. And I'm like, oh. one of my One of my friends uh, just... Came out as trans, and their new name is Ember. Yeah, so uh, one, of my, one of my friends has had a kid and named it Ember as well. Yep. Everyone, <laughs> like, I burnt down an orphanage, and that's Ember's now. Oh, nice! <laughs> and there was probably seven kids in there named Ember that died as yeah, well. Yeah, correct. So I got rid of them for you. So you're welcome. It is. I destroy the competition. Yeah, it's absolutely. the only, it's the only way to do it. Plug your Discord and your stuff. I have a Discord. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Do you know like how hard Discord is? Like, how do you find Discords if you're not invited to them? You can't, can you? No, I don't you have so. to actually. I have a Discord. Um, there is some way of finding it. Message, are you in it? Message Dan, and <laughs> he'll send you a link to join it. Yeah, I don't know how to do it, but I have a Discord, like which is more like a dev diary kind of thing. At, at the moment, I haven't been working on it much because I'm working. 
on your actual so, job. So hard at the Catalyst game there to you try go. and get Michael that Michael Towns out. has posted it in the live chat. Oh, cool. I, I assume that link is live, alive forever. <laughs> we'll sort it out. Maybe we'll put it on the Hack the Dino webpage for you. Ooh. So people can go to hackthedino.com and find a way to dance Discord there. Um, we've got a $20 retro challenge that I thought we'd give a quick update considering only two of the members are here. <laughs> but the other two aren't doing much anyway, so you're not really losing out. Uh, so at the start of the year, we started off, and by we, I mean Anto Floppy Bren uh, Brendan. Hey, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> hey, Brandon, how you going? Let's now, go. 90210. Uh, Brayden <laughs> and I all started uh, with $20, and the rules were we could buy anything we wanted as long as it was from 2008 or earlier because the 15 oh, years. Oh, I didn't know there was a date. Yes, yeah, the cutoff. 15 years, retro. Uh, so as long as it was on 2008 or previously, we could buy it, resell it, trade it, do whatever. Um, so. Yeah, we, we've had some mitigating success. You know, uh, Floppy managed to sell some VHSs and get a game that he traded for and then went and sold that on. Uh, Anto found some comics that he traded and uh, was able to sell them on at the, the Toy Fair. Braden, you found some Star Wars cards, uncut Star Wars any, cards. Do you have any numbers of how much they made? Is that the point of it? How much you make? Uh, no, it's it's who has the coolest items at the end. And, um, oh, it's not it's not a dollar value? No, because I would be absolutely obliterating yeah, no, everyone. <laughs> that would be an automatic win for Ben. Um, so, no, we had to have Isn't it. Isn't it just an automatic win anyway? Well, no, because it's more fun to have people pick who wins yeah. from who had the coolest stuff. Yeah, so on the live show, which you can uh, head on over to hackthedino.com uh, and book your free tickets at the Flipside Bar on November 17th. Just go to hackthedino.com, click there and re register your tickets. Um, we will be revealing what we have for our end game for you, the viewers, to vote on and see who wins the retro challenge. Are you going to bring your items there and show them off? As many as I can. Oh, it's uh, just, the, just your... your you won. You don't get to do it as, as no, no, no. It's whoever has the coolest stuff, the coolest amount of stuff, or the just the coolest stuff. I bought this I amount should, of stuff. I think you should choose one item. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to make it interesting. Sorry, man. It is interesting. <laughs> It'll be very interesting. Don't um, worry about that. So, no one's let me know what their endgame items are. Oh, um, really? Yeah. No, they, they've all kept it from me because. Um, so basically. You may not uh, have uh, heard this story, but I went uh, digging through uh, like in a salvage yard type place and found a box full of 90s toys. And I reached in and pulled out what I thought was an Ultraman controller for something. Turns out it was a Digimon. That's um, right. Yes, yeah, a, a Digimon that. thing. Uh, anyway, I ended up buying that and some other stuff for $30. Put it on eBay. You want to take a guess how much it sold for? 400 400 800 $830. I know. That, I, I, that, Digimon, that Digimon was a great find, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that was absolutely So insane. that kind of like skyrocketed you straight into like, you, you, uh, you suddenly then had the opportunity to go, oh, I could get heaps of... I, it, it certainly put me on a path that uh, there's no going back from. Um, I, I, uh, even before that, like I got a 1981 Return of the Jedi sheet uh, at uh, one of the local markets. a bed sheet? A bed sheet for $5 and I sold that for 60 like, just flipping is evil you, and horrible. You couldn't give me a pre-owned bedsheet for free. 
Yeah, I wouldn't buy a bad sheet. Um, but just uh, in the latest, uh, I got a bunch of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff for $55, uh, one of which was the Turtle Lair. It's not complete, but it's probably 70% complete. That's good. Uh, good condition. And uh, that was $35 because the extra 20 was for a bunch of real Ghostbusters Ninja Turtle figures. Nice. And, um, oh yeah, I'm going to show you those real Ghostbusters. I like I have to have a look at them. Oh. Do you have any slime? The, they're not little ghosts. Cause they're, you know, they're I've like, got some of the ghosts. None of the yeah, slime. but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the ghosts, had... and they went with the slime. You could get the slime with that. But the, that slime can't exist anymore, can it? Like, it must be It'd dead. Be oh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd, yeah. But the... I'm surely they're making slime. Yeah, but like, if, big... you wanted, if you wanted OG oh. like, Ghostbusters slime that somehow has been in like a hyperbolic chamber. You're like in Zoolander when like David Duchovny's got his hand in that... That hyperbolic chamber to keep it like young, you need that. Like, or put it in. Um, now with the retro challenge as well. So I bought that. Um, also found a, a Grail item that I've been searching for for Ninja Turtles as well, which I used my retro funds to purchase. So that was pretty cool as well. Um, I've made some like. I said last show that I was going to be a lot more careful with my purchases because we're getting towards the end game, and I had to be a lot more sensible. Um, then I saw like the Independence Day board game for like eight bucks and I went yeah right I'll buy that <laughs> <laughs> it's awful wow like, pound puppies board game from 1986 and just some ridiculous stuff I got oh yeah Yuck. whatever so we got the uh, the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair coming up in October so that'll be my last drive I think I'll try and sell everything there I'll finish off with my money whatever's left I might just take into cash converters or something and try and just There's get the, the ectoplasm there like that, ectoplasm that, yeah. yeah that container man if that, you had that with with, I wonder if, if anyone's got a sealed one of them, what would be in there? It'd be crusty. Yeah, it'd be like... Oh, here it goes. Now, that's, that's, that's modern, though. That's, that yeah, modern? that's not the real... No, that's, that's not that m- one, yeah. yeah. I loved Slime when it came out. Yeah, it was great. It was such a, a vibe. I love like, how the Ninja Turtles, they've brought back out the ooze canisters yeah. with the turtles in it. Yep. Yeah, that was great. Dan, I hate to call you out on the live stream, but um, yeah, it's because you have ADHD. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> That's why you love slime so much. That's, that's just a thing. Brayden. Yes. Is it a, a, a trope? Yeah. <laughs> Brayden, what have you uh, been up to retro-wise? I finally have something happening. Oh. So, one, I may have made a purchase which might be my final thing. Sweet. We'll see because I also now have just lined up a buyer for that big Dragon Age hardcover oh, comic thing. Oh, finally. Um, hilariously, Dan, uh, you know Andrew, who lives over in New South Wales, Sydney, and uh, we post stuff out to him at work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in Adelaide today, and <laughs> he was picking up his Dragon Age comics. And you're and, like, so? And, I, and, and straight up, he was like, oh, can you get in any of the older stuff? And I looked, and I was like, no. Neg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any of the first three? And he's like, no, nah, I don't. And then I showed, him that, I showed him that on Amazon, it's, it's for sale for like here. 300 to $500. And I was like, I have it on Facebook Marketplace for 80 if you want. He was like, yeah, I'll have it. So check it off. Cheers, cool. Andrew. We'll is that where you go? That where are you selling this stuff through? Like, is it Facebook? Is it Marketplace, Marketplace or eBay? Yeah, Marketplace. Or, and marketplace is um, the way. The have ones... you had any Marketplace stories? Are dudes are just like, yeah, I'm going to come get it. And they never do. Oh, all the time. Like, like, I just don't answer until they're... Uh, have you, do you still the, use Gumtree? I do, but... It's a hellscape. Nothing. Yeah. If it's just spammers and bots at the moment. Yeah. Spammers and bad. bots and people selling, like, doilies. Thankfully, yeah. I've got enough of a network where I can just 
call people and go, hey, you looking for this? Yeah, you know people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take it. <laughs> but yes, so I should have some money coming in so that way I can hunt around at the Comic and Toy Fair and see if anything grabs my fancy. Excellent. Um, and we'll see how we go. Yeah. And all will be revealed November 17, Flip Sidebar, at our live show, Toy Power Podcast versus Hack the Dino Gaming Cast. Who will win, toys or games? There's no way we can tell. Hmm. Games. Very good. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> so, Mortal Kombat 1 is coming out very, very shortly. Is I it, thought is that it came out already. Is it 1 or is it just called Mortal Kombat? No, it's Mortal Ooh. Kombat 1. Oh, okay, okay, so, so that is it. That. So that is at least it's so got a 1. Because they haven't had that game yet. Come no, out. It was true. original Mortal Kombat. True. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, and well, then they rebooted it around nine, and that was called yes. Mortal Kombat when they rebooted it, and then they've gone on for a couple of games, and now they're rebooting it again, and this one's called Mortal Kombat One. But there wasn't a game with a one at the end, so it's, it's a new game. Correct. Correct. This is what we call in the industry search engine optimization, just removing your old shit. Yep. They just wrote Mortal Kombat into Google and whatever came up next, it was going to be the name of the game. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it'd be a opportune time to have a look at some of the uh, Mortal Kombat clone games that have come out in the years. So I've found the 10 best slash worst Mortal Kombat clone games. Uh, Number 10, this game came out uh, on the Nintendo 64, uh, as well as the arcade. It's called War Gods. Uh, So it was a midway developed uh, game uh, and was made as a testing ground for the then yet to be released Mortal Kombat 4. It added sidestepping and transitioning from a 2D platform to a 3D. It prepared everyone for the disappointing mess that Mortal Kombat 4 was. Was that Deception? Uh, No, Mortal Kombat 4 was just Mortal Kombat 4. Mortal Kombat Deception, I think, was 5 or (laughs) 6. That was a rubbish character has thrown a sarcophagus down and it's opened up and the character's turned into a mummy. I mean, that's really... Really oh, bad. and a voodoo. <laughs> hasn't aged well, rough. has it? It's like problematic combat. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> what I found. Oh, no, I'm in my trapezoid again. <laughs> I like how they've made use of the, what, five colors? Yeah, it's more than five. But anyway, the whole five idea teen. of this was to test the grounds for how Mortal Kombat 4 was going to do. Did as well as you thought it would. But they still bought out Mortal Kombat 4. Yeah. Well, you know, money. Uh, Anubis So wins. next up We've got a, a game called Way of the Warrior This was for the 3DO And it was made by this. Naughty Dog You know Naughty Dog What? <laughs> this is Why's it got Kim Jong-un Yeah This is it? just Mortal Kombat Like this is Like Mortal Kombat With boring People in it So Braden To answer your uh, Gasp of um, Confusion Yeah In the midst Midst of bankruptcy, Naughty Dog, who at the time were really just current studio heads, Jason Rubin and Andrew Gavin, scrambled to piece together piece together this game with whatever they could afford. It Friends, looks <laughs> Friends played the roles of fighters, costumes were made on the fly, and all the character footage was filmed in Rubin's apartment. There's a coal coal was behind them, as in yeah. Conan. Yeah. Uh, and it said cull on it. So this all came together and it led to the company getting their breakthrough deal with Sony two years later. Wow. Because they made this trash game. And then Crash Bandicoot came out. (laughs) What? 
And they're like, get rid of this 2D bullshit. Let's get into a 3D realm. Look at that. What is going on there? <laughs> what's in the background? His name is Gaines. But what's in the background? It's yeah, a tap in dragon. Has it got an apple? It I love all the dodgy fatalities that they do. Where they've just got a gif of a frame and gone and put it on a spike and it's had blood come out. That's, that's quality, mate. That's how you fatality. Uh, next up is Bio Freaks with Freaks and. Oh man, I loved this game. Really? Yep. There was like a Gort. Is this the Gort Blood version? I'm not sure, but I do know it embodied everything wrong with the fighting game genre in the late '90s. Yeah, but I, all I cared about was limbs coming off. And this game, you can you can chop limbs off, and their arm will come off, and there will just be blood streaming out of it. And they, you can still fight, and you can chop legs off and everything. That guy's sure? a helicopter. There's like a. <laughs> Character that is a walking helicopter with crab claws. Uh, hopefully, this guy uh, did. Are you sure that's this game or one that we're going to no, talk no, about it, a bit it, later on? I'm pretty sure Bio Freaks. This is the one that's got like the big spike guys with spikes coming out of him. Yeah, but there is another one that we will talk about, which you may be getting confused with, maybe. Nah, Bio. I. It's Bio Freaks. This one you can. I. Uh, there was like the there was like an uh, 64 version where you couldn't chop the limbs off. You right. Probably got footage. That's probably that one. that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, on Braden's going to look find a limbing. The dear Lemming. I am a, a limb, limb collector. I still get called that my other podcast. Hey. Uh, I don't know what the acronym Freaks stands for. Oh, there, here we go. How about you, you Braden? These are called mutilations. Yeah, look. Oh, he's so, got uh, no, yes. And okay. so and for someone like... Look, and you still fight? <laughs> oh, except when your head gets chopped off. Well, but like, and so for run. someone like me who loved it, like decapitated, this was better than Mortal Kombat to me. Like it was clunky in that, but the, the idea that you could do a certain moves and if you hit them actually on their arms, their arms would come off. Loved it. Like, can't go wrong. Look at her. She's got a javelin yeah. through her. And, look, and they stay in there. That, see, that's pretty cool. I like how uh, the weapons stay in while they're trying to fight. Yeah. Uh, next up, Time Killers. Love this game as well. In Time Killers, you have a button for headbutting. What's even crazier that you can have your head chopped off, rendering the button useless. This, this game's rubbish. But like, <laughs> look at this. Look at more, more of that gore. Yeah, it just got chopped up. Yeah, so not only were the fatalities brutal, every look. match ended in a fountain of blood pouring out from the defeated. Look at the, in the background. There's just decapitated heads, which are clearly developers. So this game you could as well uh, tear the opponent's limbs off. Uh, you can even cut on an opponent in half, leaving them to fight on the ground from the waist up. Oh, man. They clearly were watching a lot of Monty Python, weren't they? I think this is a direct like retaliation of of uh, Mortal Kombat, and they're like, you know what? Why can't you? I'm surprised in Mortal Kombat now. You can't fight when you've got no arms. I mean, but, but the... I, I'm surprised in Mortal Kombat now they haven't gone the way of you getting like a fatality done to you, and you can still fight. You know what I mean? Like have an arm ripped off, and you you just don't have that punch. You still got your like Bushido blade. All you your that game? intestines out. Like Bushido blade, you get hit in the arm, you can't use it, and then you've owned like, or you can limp along and like. That's the next stage. Uh, next up is a game called Ultra Vortec. Have you played this one, Dan? No. This one, Trent? No. Ultra Vortec? Well, I've, it's got a very unique uh, uh, thing at the end. Um, just one word. Poopalities. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. So not only can you summon Ooh. farts of fire in mid-match, you can also turn your opponent into a giant turd at the end. Have we got footage of that? We've got footage of that. Brayden, bring up the poopality. Oh, oh, here we go. Poopality. Wait. Once again, man, this is this is some footage right here. <laughs> uh, it's just after this one. This is uh, oh, that's a broken leg, the the uh, compound fracture. 
Um, That's quality footage we've got as well. I think this may... this be on, it wouldn't be Super Nintendo it's too high paced for Super Nintendo but here we can it's see oh you might need to switch us over Braden oh yeah because uh, he just got turned into a big old pile of poop oh he did too there you go hey. steaming pile of poop in wow the it just looks like one of those show bag ones <laughs> uh, how do they do it like what What? do you just turn into it did he, he just turn into poop did he throw a turd at no, you no like, he just turned into a poop hmm doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't think the story works. But when when ten year olds are writing these uh, moves, it doesn't need to make sense. No, you just need to have poop um, on on the ground where you used to be. That oh, sounds that like did. one of those conversations where a bunch of adults were like, "What are the kids like? Mm-hmm. What is that eyeball at the top doing? <laughs> it's looking at the winner." Oh, that's a good vibe. I like that. I made that up. Oh. I don't know what it's doing, but let's pretend that is. Uh, next up, survival arts. Characters take up half the screen. Animation is choppy. Fighters only have t- one or two moves, and the game has at most half-ass fatalities. Oh, gee! Oh, wow. man. They, you know, you know, in games they make them like the sprites too big, like, and you just got nothing to do in the game because you're the whole half the screen. <laughs> but this game has got the best. Part. Oh, I like that flash though. Like your oh, fatalities. Damn. Your fatalities are just your normal moves. But they kill you this time. They just it, do they just make you explode? Pretty much, like every one of them. I like that uh, these are clearly budget store items that they've purchased, as in like pre-made assets. Yep. <laughs> oh, that was an intestine. That's all right. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. In half. What? Like which ways though? Lengthways or downways? He went. Oh, that one's the other way, horizontal. Anyway, uh, this Wait, is it? look out, look out, mate. Boom. Oh, he oh. just got blown up. And he turns into a, a, a cindering corpse. At least he didn't Charred corpse. Food. I mean. It's <laughs> funny, like you get a kick to the stomach and you split in half. That's it, exactly what they were lengthways. saying. Like, that happens. That's all the fatality was. It was your oh, regular green moves. blood. Regular moves and then all of a sudden it uh, you know, blew up your arms. Where did he have surface-to-air missiles hiding? <laughs> he just dropped three as he jumped across the screen. That's the most unbelievable part, like, <laughs> you think? I, 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 uh, I really? don't want to bring... I, I don't know if you've been watching oh. the character names, but that one's called Mongo. Ooh. Well, that just means he skates Switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have Katsumi Ninja. This had a bizarre character selection method where you chose your character by walking up to a statue in first person. Uh, special moves included a character wearing a kilt, lifting the front of their kilt, and shooting a giant fireball of gonorrhea. So uh, I forgot to I, tell my gonorrhea joke, and I've missed that my anecdote, and I've missed it now. <laughs> no, this this is prime gonorrhea time. The interesting thing out of this game is the health bars. Yeah, I like uh, that samurai swords, and, and as you take damage, blood increases on the sword. Yeah, I think that, that's that's, a that's good, clever. I did like that these uh, Angus there just did a caber toss and threw his opponent. I I don't think this one looks that bad. I like it's it's a good amount distance away. Oh, there, there we go. go. There's the, I like that. Like shooting fire out his uh, out of the kilt. That's the whole thing. What's under a Scotsman's kilt? A fireball in your face. <laughs> He's got red hair. What do you? Is that what happens when you lift your kilt? Uh, I've never worn a kilt, so I don't know. You're probably lucky, man. Yeah. You might blow. Would explain blow the burning sensation out, though. Blow your girlfriend out the out the room. <laughs> uh, next up is Xenophage. Um, that is. Can you say that again? That's a, that's a drug, surely. Xenophage. That's a Pokemon. Xenophage. <laughs> Xenophage. Yeah. Um, 
So all the instructions I've left. Uh, <laughs> Fudge. Oh, is this real? This is real. That's Blarney the dinosaur. <laughs> is that running in like six frames per second? Is this? So for the podcast listeners, we're looking wow. at Barney the dinosaur throw love hearts at another opponent. At a, at what? Well, can I mean describe the face hugger? It's the face hugger. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, there you From go. Alien. Blarney one. That's Xenophile. Is there more of that? Have we got some other rounds with different characters? Sure do. <laughs> do we really? Or is it just those two? Imagine it was just... Remember, like, wasn't Street Fighter? You could only be one character, the original. You could be Ryu or you could be Ken, who was a palette swap Ryu. So it's basically just what Street Fighter is now? Because <laughs> the only characters people choose? Yep, yep. Me included. I've always said that they should just bring... The, like, Street Fighter... Is it six, the latest one? Yep. You should have only been able to choose Ryu Ken and just like... Everyone would have, no one would have even noticed. Worst <laughs> thing is when you come up against someone who's a really good Ryu or Ken fighter and they just wipe you in like two seconds. Now the charge fighters. Oh. People that are good at blanker. Yeah. Ooh, yous. Mm. Uh, next up, Time Slaughter. Uh, ever wanted to know if you can make a Mortal Kombat clone in Microsoft Paint? Well, yes. Yes, yes you can. I have been kept up at night thinking that question. Well, wonder no more. Uh, this is a uh, story behind this is two high school friends made up the games, de- uh, which made up the games development team, Bloodlust Software, went on to create the popular Genesis and NES emulators, Gen- uh, Genesis and Nesticle. And eventually teamed up uh, to make games for indie film studios, Troma Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Wait, went- Troma made games? Yeah. There's <laughs> a Toxic Crusader games in there. Oh, was it just based oh, on their IPs? That, yeah. I thought like they were, this is great. Look at this. It's their, their style, isn't it? Uh, both went on to work for Ubisoft, announcing Time Slaughter 2 in 2005. However, no information has since come out. Do we have any footage of the actual game? Yeah, if you, you skip forward a bit, you can see some of the fighting game. Can Here you, we go. Oh, go to that. Oh, yeah, this is great. Not bad considering it was two people. Oh, my God, it's just in a room of... People with like for mental disorders. Yeah, <laughs> caramba. Yeah, yeah. Let's get forward a why bit. Why would that? Why would that institution keep all those people in that room together? Definitely. A, a, a... Has that guy got snakes around him, or is it just? What is that? Hmm. I think Let's it's try hair. again. I do like the level of blood on this one. Is that Da Vinci in the background? That's that's the chef from The Little Mermaid. Yeah, well, that was problematic. We found that out, didn't we? Yeah. Well, at least I did. Look at the blood. The blood has just stained the floor. (laughs) The the whole floor is blood now, which is a good vibe. I like a game with a persistent blood. Okay. Uh, This game's got a a lot of racial stereotypes. (laughs) We're going to leave that one. And they work for Ubisoft now, so draw your own conclusions. So it checks out. Hmm. Uh, Last and not least in this wonderful segment, uh, Tattoo Assassins. Uh, this game came from Bob Gale. You may know him from the guy who oh, dear. Uh, did Back to the Future. <laughs> what is she doing? So Tattoo's Assassin's opening screen claims the game has 2,196 fatalities. And each fatality is completely ridiculous. You can turn enemies into evil pussycats, shit out plates of roasted turkey, then knock you and your opponent down on contact, or drop a DeLorean onto opponent, an opponent's head, morph characters into geishas, and set enemies ablaze with a stream of fire coming out your butt. Uh, there are also sets of animalities, power fatalities, and nudalities. Can we see them? No, we cannot. Can we see any of them? Uh, then there are some right, finishes. Is, it, is that, there 2,000? 
There you go. Someone just got. Oh, killed Dan, by you a missed that. Burn. Yeah, I don't care about that one. Uh, oh. <laughs> is uh, that Black Swan? Sure. <laughs> She's got like um Black Swan. ice skates on. It's an ice skating champion. She's got a gold medal. Uh, then there oh, are some wow. finishes that defy explanation. Is that the video you're playing now, Braden? Uh, oh wait, no. Let me find that. As in, like they just don't make sense. As is in, it like randomly generated somehow? Like they no, just, no, no. These are these are what these were supposed to be. So Firstly, some... oh, good. <laughs> Bring it on. Here we go. <laughs> Might be inappropriate for some viewers, but it, not here. It, it's, if it's on YouTube, it should be fine. <laughs> That's uh, just a lot of no mercy. Yep. Yeah, let's get, get, get some fatalities happening. Let's explain what's happening. So that one, just a girl farted fire and t- destroyed a man. Yep. Uh, the next one now is a lady doing exactly the same move. So for 2,000 fatalities, I've only seen two so far. <laughs> <laughs> Skip to the end, Braden. See what we can get. Oh, there oh there's oh, the that. butt turkeys. So she wow. fi- oh, But it hit her as well. So she fired... I love the physics. Hang on. Are they all just fart-based like fatalities? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, oh, there you, was a you, DeLorean. You can juggle by sh- shooting a, a, a turkey out your bum and juggle them. Anyhow, great. Was that number one? Yeah, that was, that was the... Is that, that the was, top? That was the top. That was the top worst. That was the top worst. So congratulations, you're through that. It's now time to quiz on your face. Anyway, uh, this is a multiple choice game that we play where I have two, uh, four questions. Two from me, two from our producer tier Patreons. Uh, I read out the question and then four possible answers. After I've read out the last question, uh, the first person to yell out their name gets an opportunity to answer that. Uh, if they get it wrong, the, uh, the the question goes to the other players. And you know how multiple choice works. I'm sure you'll get the hang of it. Mm-hmm. Uh so, so far this year, we have Zach, uh, who's been on two shows, get zero points. Uh, Brett from the Toy... Uh, no, your Toy Power podcast. Brett from Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair is on one. Jazz is on four. Braden, you're on six. Woo! Anto's on 18. Patrick's on 12. And Floppy's on 23. So, uh, And I'm on zero, because I've never played. Correct. All right. You're ready to quiz? All right. This, this... Like, so, I think you're my name out if I know the answer? After I've read four. Uh, the four, so it's multiple choice after I've read out so the I've four read multiple, the multiple choices. Yep. So the first one comes from Michael Towns. And Michael Towns asks, A precursor to the Halo franchise, what was the title of this Bungie-developed first-person shooter released to the Apple Macintosh in 1994? Was it A, The Running Man, B, Step by Step, C, Marathon, or D, Freddy Fish and the Case of the Missing Kelp Seeds? Dan. Dan? Marathon. Correct. I knew that one. So did Dan. Dan was very confident in that one. They they announced that new game of the same series. Yeah, Marathon. See, Trent, had I known you were, I would have probably tried to sway it. No, that's okay. Right. I, if I had a guess, that's what I would have gone for. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I like Running Man. Okay. Question number two. Dr. Kawasaki from the Brain Training Games was offered $11 million for the use of his likeness. What did he do with the money? A. Purchased stock in Nintendo. B. Donated it to science. C. Didn't accept it. Or D. Bought millions of copies of Dr. Kawasaki's Brain Training Games to make it a bestseller. Trent. Trent? I'm going to say C. Didn't accept it? Incorrect. I would have said D. 
Uh, incorrect. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. A or oh, B. I, I didn't know that was. I'll take the guess at B. Donated science. You are correct. Hey, hey good lad. Hey. Uh, uh, this is that. This is that I marathon think I just game. Wished mine. <laughs> that marathon game that Bungie are doing. Yeah, I I saw this announced the other day. That's why I knew. Yeah. And I couldn't remember the name of the game, but I figured as soon as you said it, I'd remember. Because I saw this tra- like sexy hot trailer that they did. All oh, right, I've not actually watched this. I should it's like it. It got some cosmic like like style to it. Yeah, it's it's a very cool trailer. Like there's um, all this like why it looks like a Chris Cunningham film clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it is apparently going to be a little bit like a uh, Escape from Tarkov type game. What is that game? It's <laughs> like uh, you got a. It's like a first-person shooter, but you gotta run in and collect resources, and, mm. and yeah, it's like a really serious Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's coming out on PlayStation. It's called. Um, oh like, no, not Foam Party. party. Yeah. Oh yeah, Foam Party. Foam Party. All right. Uh, next question comes from Dylan the villain, who Hello. always likes to try and stump everyone. So let's see if he gets it this time. Hmm. Which video game out of the following has the most endings? A 428, Shibuya Scramble. B, Star Ocean, Second Evolution. C, Chrono Trigger. Or D, Princess Maker 2. Dan. Dan? Princess Maker 2. Incorrect. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Brayden. Yes, Brayden? I'm going to guess B, Star Ocean. Your guess would be correct. Oh, Do you know what Star Ocean is? I recognize the name. I don't even know what it is. Hang on. Dylan gave me some facts. Star Ocean. I'm going to look it up while I'm here. Okay, so here you go. Star Ocean's second evolution had 100 endings. Wow. What? 428 Shibuya Scramble had 85. Princess Maker 2 had 74. And Chrono Trigger had 13. Dylan did have another game in there. I just told him straight up, I'm putting Chrono Trigger in there. Because <laughs> I can. This is, this is the opening to Star Ocean something or other. Do you want another fun fact from Dylan? Dylan has seen all... 85 endings in Shibuya Scramble because it was what it was required to get the platinum. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. Because you just save it like a second before the end. and just do... It's generally what you did with Chrono Trigger. You got to a particular point where yeah. the story converged. So you just made a save file there and you, that way you could finish the game a couple of times. Nothing will ever beat though the endings of Near Automata. Yep. That, that. Uh, who was it in the Discord who... Uh, Got Near Automata today. Someone did. Ooh. Oh, Anto. Anto purchased Near Automata. So don't don't say anything. It's a surprise for Anto. Don't surprise the was it twenty six endings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Here we go. In which Hideo Kojima game did Metal Gear Mark Two appear? Was it A Snatcher, B Metal Gear Solid Four, C Metal Gear Survive, or D Death Stranding? What well, Metal Gear? I wasn't listening. <laughs> What one was it? <laughs> Four. No, I, is that what it's called? Metal Gear. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't hear the name of it. What was the it? Metal what was Gear storyline? Which is one was so complicated? In which Hideo Kojima game did Metal Gear Mark Two appear? Mark Two. Okay. Yeah. What were they? What were their options? <laughs> <laughs> A. Snatcher. B. Metal Gear Solid Four. C. Metal Gear Survive. Or D. Death Stranding. Braden. Braden? B? Metal Gear Solid 4? No. Ooh. Uh, Dan? Yep. Uh, Snatcher? 
Yes! <laughs> well, you got two, Dan. Did well. I'm surprised that... I thought I was going to get that last one as well. Oh my god, Metal Gear Mark II looks hilarious. It's yeah. a little baby one. Oh my god, look at him. It's a little baby oh. one that follows you around because you're a detective in Snatcher. Just I remember, do you remember Ross was talking about this just the other day? That he Was played it? Snatcher all the way through and he talked about this. How did he play That's Snatcher? Why. Obviously on a ROM, right? Yeah. Because that game's really expensive. Yeah, he looked it up. Like he was like, oh, I'll get it secondhand. Nah. No. Too pricey. Anyway, we've been Hack the Dino. This has been our is game cast. Yep. Three questions. You... Yeah, no, four. We had four. No. Where we bring you the past, present, and future of video games, news, previews, and discussions. But this isn't all we do. Trent, what else do you do? I do lots of things. Like what? This is, this is where you play get up, stuff. Get up okay. in the morning. <laughs> so, one of the hosts of the Toy Power podcast where we talk toys and all things pop culture. Dan, pop culture as well as toys. Yeah, Dan. Um, <laughs> hit up all the latest toy news, talk to local and international guests, and have a lot of nostalgia for the toys we grew up with. Mm. There it is, Toy Power podcast. Nice. And uh, what, what, are you, what are you collecting at the moment? Uh, not a lot. No, you've got everything. I, I've, I've got it all. Yeah, I've got, I've got everything. I own all the toys. Uh, no, look, I'm, I'm a big fan of what Super 7 is doing at the moment. So Super 7 is a... Uh, we're sort of an independent toy company, but they've hit the big time. They've got some large licenses now. Doing Ninja Turtles, Silver Hawks. I think they even they did got some, Silver Hawks. they got Silver Hawks. Silver yeah. Hawks. They've got actual chrome Silver Hawks coming out. Partly metal, partly real. <laughs> That's the worst. Part, partly real. Partly <laughs> real. Not all real. Partly. Just what? Part, what part? Uh, yeah, because yes. I'm pretty sure metal is real. <laughs> <laughs> I think they mean like human. Partly yeah. human. Um, yeah, the very exciting news from Super Seven is a one six scale Cat's Lair Ultimates playset for Thundercats. Yeah. Wow. Another line they're that. doing. It is huge. Um, they showed it at, I think it was one of the San Diego Comic Cons just gone. That must be huge because those figures were like, what well, you know the scale. Well, this is this <laughs> is with seven inch figures, yeah, which are equivalent to the old LJN figures, which were a similar scale. It is massive. Uh, so so like the actual LJN ones that were this big. LJN, yeah, were like seven inch. Yeah, wow. Um, they, they had a variation in, in size. All the characters are different, unlike. Ninja Turtle and, and Master oh, no, Universe. I'm, where I'm they were thinking of Brave Star figures. They, no. were like, they were like this big. Yeah, Brave Star were about eight inch. Yeah, but but oh, I was like this big <laughs> when I had them. Uh, they released a account from Sesame Street. I think a couple of days ago. There he is. So that's, <laughs> that's Nosferatu. They've Nosferatu. Got a, <laughs> but no, I'm loving what Super Seven's doing. They're doing there. Oh, is, there he is. There, there is the count. They've got Peanuts, GI Joe, Werewolf from of London. Uh, and they've come along. I remember Ooh, the Return first, of the Living Dead. Yep. The first lot that they did, they were very simplistic. Yeah. Whereas these look a lot more detailed. Correct. They started their life with a joint venture with Funko, in yep. fact. And they did what they refer to as their reaction figures. Oh, were which they then? In the style of Star Wars, you know, three and three quarter inch, five points of articulation. And they, they're still doing that. Now they do it on their own without uh, Funko's involvement. Do you have many of them? No, I don't really get into them. I've got a lot of the Transformers. I have one. I think I have, you need Vincent Price. I have Snake Pliskin. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're a bit like... Not that they look like Funko oh, Pops. Can you go back up, Brayden? That weirdest thing. That the we, the that, weirdest, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
And, and that guy, I think it's the thing they've created of yeah. just wacky, weird characters. That guy can take axes to the head. You can stick swords in him. Have, have you ever done an episode in all your episodes of like that weird time in like the 80s, like the early 80s when all those we- weird violent toys came out? Do you remember like the skateboarding kids and they were like Oh like garbage ta- pail kids and stuff? Yeah, but like it was a little it was a reaction to that. And so they had like the skateboarding ones, which was like Tammy Tailpipe, where she had like the thing and then penny plank glass and she had all the glass in her and stuff. Were they and toys or were they like, They were toys the and they all got banned. It was okay. like it was like a backlash from like Jesus. mad balls. Are you looking them up, Raiden? Yeah, I just Googled it. Yeah, what were they called, the actual skateboard kids? Yeah, so I've got that one there. What were they called? Uh, can you go to one there where it's got the back cover and it'll show them all? Skateboard smack ups. Yes, yeah, can you can you Oh damn, it's not big enough. But right. um there were and there was like this so many violent um toys that came out. Cause it's Tammy yeah, she's in the middle there. Patty, Patty Plank Glass. And there was just this weird like one year of okay. all these really and they made me feel weird as a kid. Like because <laughs> you're seeing yeah, children being like, horribly it's murdered. Gore. Like <laughs> And it's not you know, just a quick gore flashing up on the screen. You've Jesus. got it in plastic. Yeah, and you've, like you've got a guy with a tire, a tire grinding through his back, and what is that blood spurting out? Yeah, uh, Timmy Timmy tire track. Timmy tire track. So yeah, there was a whole bunch of that coming out, and it was like yeah, it was direct uh, direct retaliation, not retaliation, but like coattailing the garbage pail kids and the mad balls and stuff like that. And it got so out of hand, and then they just banned them all. And I remember like. Going to toy shops and just seeing like these toys, and there was a whole bunch of other ones, and I can't remember. I was hoping you'd know because I've been for years trying to remember the other series of different ones that have all got banned. Like kids that are ripped in half with intestines coming out of them, and it just—I don't know what it was. So you've never seen those? No, I didn't know that existed. I I I still—I still have the tailpipe guy at my house. It sounds like uh, Dan. You should do a bit of research and uh, maybe. Guest on the show. I, I've just done everything I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Towns in the live chat has asked, uh, "What was the toys with spinning top dudes who'd hit each other and their limbs would fall off in the nineties? Beyblades. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not. I'm, the, not I'm pretty sure it's the eighties that would have been like yeah. the nineties was Beyblades. Yep, and Pokemon. I know the ones you mean. Um, Every time I can't think of a toy, I just think of it's Centurions. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Centurions. Yeah, I know, but like that's my just go to because it's the like. Are they the? Yeah, nah, I can't remember. I know the ones you mean though. Um, uh, yeah, I've got the weird toy mind because wow, yeah. I was I was obsessed with gore toys, so I've got this whole like, you know, the Mad Balls. I loved Mad Balls. Oh man, that was so good. They're doing mad boy balls at the again. Moment, I, I saw it and yeah. I was like super tempted, and then I realized they were balls. Dave, bro- <laughs> like, yeah, you want them? Just, just, but uh, they had like they, they knew what they were doing because they had like you know they're on the, the the pressed card, but they were like double, so you could see the, the front and the back. Yeah, you didn't even have to get them out. They were just a hundred percent. You could just look at the like all sides of them. Yeah, but yeah, they were beautiful. So what? in conclusion, the Super Seven stuff. Super Seven. Yeah, love sorry. It. Love love their work, Dan. Yes. What do you want to plug? Um, so I'm just trying to think what the best thing is. So number one, I've got my uh, horror podcast. So if you like television horror podcasts, look it up on all the, the things that have podcasts on them. You just write into Google. Uh, you have to write horror podcasts though because obviously the word television is pretty, you know, well pretty used, used. Pretty versed. And stuff like that. But if you write horror podcasts on there, you get it. Um, that, so that's my main podcast kind of thing. 
Um, there is also my Discord, which is the thing for my video game. Um, what else do I do? Oh, you can come to my comic shop. So I am oh. one of the co owners. How did we it- not show this image? Yeah, so that's my key art. Make it bigger. <laughs> oh, okay, give me a sec. <laughs> Just like that. Enhance. 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 Um, uh, my uh, comic shop, Greenlight Comics, uh, in Adelaide, uh, 18 Stevens Place. They can come down there and buy comics because why not? <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, good, good, good point. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I, why? yeah. Keep, keep Dan and I in business, please. Yeah, that's a great white screen you got there, Braden. It's uh, trying to load the website. <laughs> It's trying to load a website. Our website, for some reason, I swear. All those Adelaide 500 cars got in the I way. I try so of, hard. Of that picture loading. Um, I think that's all I do for now. Oh, and check out Catalyst Games. Um, they uh, The Adelaide, uh, new Adelaide, um, what are they called? Uh, gaming studio kind of thing. So uh, check out their TikTok. Uh, check out Greenlight Comics TikTok. Uh, they're all on TikTok. Except for except for uh, television, which doesn't have a TikTok because that's unnecessary. <laughs> but Jen does Jen does the socials on Instagram and stuff. You should yeah, go follow them and stuff like that. Um, I think that's all. There's also like the Bonfire Horror uh, Club at, at once the last Friday of the month, which uh, we have a stall at. Which is check that out at Palace Nova Cinema. And yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I reckon. I yep. Brayden, hi. What do you want to plug? I would like to plug. Another podcast that I do. Uh, Millennial do Movie Talk. Millennial Movie Talk, where uh, myself and some mates get together and chat about movie TV shows and uh, generally end with Five Minutes in the Ring, which is where we talk about WWE stuff. Um, AW, Brayden, I've told you. I know. Gosh I know. darn it. We'll get there. Uh, so Brayden, have Rhea you Ripley. seen the Ninja Turtles film? I'm seeing it this weekend. Oh, okay. But Alex and Michael went and saw... They had... He just... Alex just opened Hoyt's one day last week and it turned out they had advanced screenings because it's been out in America for like mm. a month. Yeah. And uh, did they like it? Uh, yeah, they really enjoyed it. Oh, good. Um, but one of Alex's friends uh, hated completely it. hated it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's is very that divisive. Is he a racist? Oh, jeez. No. So it was very much... It's that energy... I'm going to call him out. <laughs> Floppy in the Hack the Dino group chat was like, oh, nah, looks cringy as shit. Like, it's not my turtles. Um, hashtag not, not my, my turtle. turtles. His turtles were the cringiest of all. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, know if he's watched those cartoons in a while. I have. Yeah. Trent, you would have. They haven't aged well. They have not <laughs> aged well at all. Make, so, tur- make turtles good again. One of my favourite things about the turtles and why I'm so excited to see this is because turtles continue to reimagine themselves for each generation, which is so cool. Like, the fact that we can go see a new Turtles movie... A nude Turtles movie? They are nude. A new Turtles movie. They wear a belt. Uh, (laughs) And you can get a job if you wear a belt, as we learned before. Uh, That's it. They hide their junk in their shell. That's their clothes. Um, It's cool because, one, animated movies are getting creative again. Thank you, Spider-Verse. And... I get to hear the turtles use the term Riz, which is hilarious. I don't even know what that means. Like um, Rizza? Riz is short for charisma. Oh dear. I am out of the light game. Yeah. Well, you're a four-year-old Riz- man, Dan. I think it's time to accept that. Uh, but yeah, so in the I'm past excited now. to see that. Um, is Wu-Tang Clan the past? <laughs> no. It Ghostface is, isn't it? Is Wu-Tang Clan classic music? Yes. Shit. Yep. Yep. What was you- it? 
I was watching something recently where You're they saying that Killer to... Bees isn't on everyone's playlist. I okay, so we've been on a Star Trek kick also on Millennium Movie Talk recently, but specifically the rebooted re- like modern J.J. Abrams movies, and uh, that's what made me think of it. In the third one, they play Beastie Boys, and one of them refers to it as classical music because it's in the future. Good fun. I think they um, do. They do I also, uh, preview of next week's episode, uh, Dan told me to check it out, and I'm three episodes in to Netflix's One Piece. Oh, wow. It's good. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, 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 fun. it's, it's weirdly good. I didn't want to enjoy it. As someone <laughs> who... I've never been able to get into One Piece. I've Same. tried the anime. I've tried the manga. Same. Oh. I've never been able to crack it. Should I give it a go? Give yeah. it a go. This is it. It's, it's... What, it, it, it's what makes it good. It's like, so every episode, they beat the guy. So yeah. every episode is an arc in the books. Oh, wow. So, so it's in ready? our episode. So you this... get the end battle in each one of the episodes. Or at least this the first is... couple I've watched. How they it defeat... breaks down is in this one season that they've done on the Netflix live show. Uh, live show. Live action. Uh, it's 96 chapters of the manga, which is 11 volumes. Wow. It's like watching, and it feels like watching, you know, when you watch Dragon Ball Kai? Yep. And you're like, I don't know what they cut out. Skip That's what all I did for filler. Kai. I, cu- I couldn't remember anything. So they take out all the filler. And One Piece has so much filler. It's like, and it's not filler as in actual filler filler. It's filler as in like, it's, it's, not in, the, it's in the manga, but it was like so unnecessary. Like they go to an island. And they'll help out a giant make friends with a bird. Something, not they don't do that, but something that irrelevant. And then they'll leave the island and like nothing happened with character development or any story. Like you can just cut that out and it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because they can just go to an island and just... So all that shit's cut out. Also, and they, and they cut out heaps of like the so backstories of the characters because mm. they oh drip God. feed that instead of having like a whole episode of like... A kid crying, and they don't re-show backstories, which you know, animes do. They show the same scene, like just in case it didn't drill it in the first time, we'll show the character crying over a rose forty-five times. Well, uh, and I don't know that. Instead of plugging my usual stuff, Mr. Benjamin and Bad Game Arts, uh, I did want to instead plug the uh, about three minutes of new uh, Team Four Star Dragon Ball Z abridged. Well, uh, shorts that came out. Whoa. No, what? they they decided to do a couple of shorts for someone, well, one of their friends who was writing an article, and they da- uh, they've done a six or so shorts uh, for the Margin Boosh saga. Uh, so I've just been watching them pretty much. Is on it Grey Boo? No, no, great. Not Grey Boo's not in it, but uh, Vegeta's in it, and the whole. Uh, without giving away, the Vegeta no Vegeta yes is uh, a brilliant callback to their previous stuff. Have you ever watched any of Dragon Ball Z abridged, Trent? Have you watched Dragon Ball before? No. I know it because they were in Fortnite. See? <laughs> oh, that's, so, that's so loud. <laughs> I, I, um, I find it really hard to believe that you haven't watched Dragon no, Ball. It just seems no, weird. Especially your elk of like your age. Yeah, like, but I missed a lot of the, the, didn't you, the manga. You remember Cheese TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did no. you not see it? It's like uh, saying I grew up and I never saw Pokemon. I mean, how, I, 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 I have nothing to do with Pokemon, but I've still seen I feel like I, I just missed it or I wasn't interested. I can't remember. Fair enough. But yeah, you should uh, check it out. If, to save yourself some time, just go watch uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yes. You'll get well, that's, and that's what I was thinking about One Piece, is just getting a, a, an abridged version. No, but abridged isn't... They've abridged it. It's not just shortened. They've re- abridged oh. it down, but they've redubbed the entire thing with their own voice comedy. Okay. So, so they're just... Uh, it's okay. hilarious. 
It is actually, and it, and their voices weirdly sound quite like the characters. Really good, especially uh, Lonnie Vegeta. who does uh, Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. Like Do you know, I, as a as a Dragon Ball Z fan, you know, I'm a man. I did, a, I think I did a whole podcast with you about it. You know, once we did. Well, we went and saw the movie, and we did a spoiler cast. You, yeah. me, and Braden. But did, we also did a whole podcast on it, didn't we? Probably. Oh, we, something. I think so. And uh, and um, I've never gotten past the like the the bit where they go inside Boo. And fight inside of him. It's mm. like rule later on, but I've never watched past that. I've gotten to that point of it it's because so many times. And like, do you know the bit I mean? Where yeah, they go inside of yeah. Boo and they're fighting like his Honestly, germs. Dragon Ball Z should have ended at the Cell Saga. I that, think it should have ended hype. at the Freezer Saga. No, I, that was wicked. The whole Namek Saga thing was so good. No, and then they should have Cell Saga was because people have told me like GT. Watch GT. And I'm like, I've never. I've tried. GT and, isn't canon. I know. No, it is now. No, it's not. Didn't they bring it in like with? They brought it in, but it was a uh, so Dragon Ball superheroes, but it was like multiverse where they just brought in oh, different Gokus and different Vegetas from all they over. They did a DC film vibe. On yeah, it. yeah. So you had uh, you had Super Saiyan Goku fighting alongside Super Saiyan Goku Four. They and... did a flash on it. Yeah, <laughs> but much better. Except like except Goku, no babies. Goku didn't like, abuse no his girlfriend babies. and stuff like that, and That's be, right. get cancelled and rob a bank. <laughs> Wow. Okay, and on that note, uh, this has been the Gaming Cast. Things will return to normal soon, I hope, or not. I will be the most offensive person on this uh, podcast again. Or So my name isn't Lord Abortion Face. <laughs> <laughs>